0: of this game, and you can do a great deal for football today. The whole tradition of the National Football League, there's just certain things that go together, the family, the football, and we have it all today. Time never really stops for the great ones. It reaches out and wraps them in a cloak of immortality.
1: Welcome back to the NFL Alumni Lounge powered by Elevate Health. I'm so excited for this episode. One of the toughest guys to ever grace the gridiron, Mr. Bill Romanowski. Bill, how are you?
0: I'm doing great. Great to be on with you. How has Super Bowl week been for you so far? When did you, you get to town? I uh, Got to town a few days ago. Um, was doing interviews yesterday, doing interviews today. I'll be doing them tomorrow and the next day, and then uh, the game. It's an unbreakable energy. It really is. You know, it builds as the week goes on, you know, and uh, it makes me miss actually playing in the game and all the great memories I have with all, you know, some of the greatest players to ever play the game. What coach impacted your life the most? Probably Mike Shanahan. Yeah. But learning how to win, From a Bill Walsh and a George Seifert in the 49er organization, you know, that was priceless. It really was. And, you know, and as my career kept going on, I learned how to take care of myself because I was able to play 269 straight games. And I never missed a game. But the
1: way you played, like, and you say that, you say, take yeah. care of yourself. People think of Bill Romanowski, you think reckless, a band. Yeah. you think this guy's coming in an enforcer. So what do you mean by that?
0: Learned how to take care of yourself. Well, you know, I was in the pool every day. I use water as recovery. Huh. I was, you know, later on in, my, in the mid nineties, I was doing hyperbaric oxygen wow. on a regular basis. How'd you uh, find out about that? Um... I talked with some of the top hyperbaric oxygen doctors in the world, one of them being Dr. Paul Arch out of New Orleans. And I was fascinating what I learned talking with him and the proof's in the pudding at the end of the day. And when I left the game and concussions basically was the reason, I did two bouts of 40 treatments in a hyperbaric and I did that continuously so I basically would do five days five days on two days off five days on and then I gave myself two months in between and I did it again how long did it how long did it take until you were like oh I'm feeling a difference here oh I felt a difference right away you feel it yes wow yeah you feel it the power of oxygen it's oh, crazy. it is you know See, what people think is brain cells die. They don't die. They go dormant. Right. And what happens is oxygen, way, you know, wakes them back up mm. and brings them alive again. So, so then this was installed into
1: your just regular regimen. Like, what was your Monday like following a game day?
0: Um, well, it started right after the game. Oh, okay. You know, so I would get adjusted. Mm-hmm. By you know, chiropractor, I would, I would probably get a hour two hour massage. I would get in in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I would do hot cold contrast. I would get in a sauna. It started immediately, and I did it again the next day and the next day, and by Wednesday I was usually feeling really good. Like what percent you think? Uh I was pretty much a hundred percent on wow. Wednesday. That is incredible. Oh yeah. You that know? is really incredible. And uh, I didn't, I, heck, the way I approached it, I wanted to actually feel good the next day. There yeah. were a lot of days I didn't. Yeah. Um, but the more you did, the way you ate, you know, hey, there's, there's a group of guys that, you know, after a game. Go out and party. Mm-hmm. Hey, my party was all about therapy yeah. and taking care of this body so I could get ready to do it again in another week. That is incredible.
1: When With the different teams that you were on, did you notice, like, were, is there if someone said to you, who, who did it the best, what training staff cared the most or seemed to be, like, trying to look into new techniques?
0: Um, they were all pretty, pretty, similar? pretty similar, pretty conservative, Very protective. Mm. Um, I was able to get a lot done when I was at the Broncos and the Raiders. Mm. And I brought my own therapists in that were hired. At both organizations? Both organizations. No kidding. Yes.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. What was the major difference between... I wasn't actually between the Niners and the Raiders because they were both Bay, but...
0: And, you know, when I was at the Niners... I was able to have an outside massage therapist work on me in the facility. So he, he really made the did path the for Brady to hey, stop I doing did the, that. Wait, I did the same when I was in Philadelphia. I had an outside massage therapist that worked on me uh, in the facility, um, basically old Veterans Stadium. That's incredible. Yeah. That is, so, so when, would teammates start to ask you like, Bill, what should I be doing this? Like. You know, I mean, when I was in uh, Philadelphia, the owner, Jeffrey Laurie yeah. actually hired a yoga guru, and Baron Baptiste, and brought him in for, for us to use. And I was the only one that used them. I never thought in a
1: million years when Bill Romanassi came to the NFL Alumni Lounge, yoga would be a top subject.
0: Yeah, I did. I did yoga. And it was abbreviated. Yeah. It was certain moves that helped me, help my hips, help keep me loose. And I did them every day. Wow.
1: That's something. So, I was telling you off air, like, we we recently opened the NFL Alumni Lounge at the NFL Alumni Academy up in Canton, Ohio. Yeah. So, we use all the facilities at Tom Benson Stadium and everything. It starts week three of the NFL season. So, guys that were cut or undrafted, they come to the academy, they get coached by former players, Hall of Famers, and hopefully get back into the league. This year, we got 23 guys back in. Last year, 30 guys. So, we'll be going into year three. We'd love to have you pay a visit. Well,
0: here's the deal. There's nobody that can do this like me. Mm. There's nobody that knows it like me. There's no one that knows performance like me, recovery, training, uh, all the way down to pathways in the bodies, dealing with hormone production, dealing with recovery, dealing with gut health, Mm. dealing with brain health, nobody. I I know this better than anybody, and I don't say that in a cocky way. Mm -hmm. I'm just confident, mm-hmm. and I've worked with the best in the world. I've been taught by the best in the world, and I know what it takes.
1: I would be on. Imagine if we could get a Romanowski appearance at the Alumni Academy next season. Yeah. That yeah. would be a godsend. That would be Absolutely. incredible. No, I what would do you do. say when you see guys, because you've seen that talent every year, right? You've seen the guys yeah. that were on the fringe. Yeah. What do you tell those guys?
0: You know what? I mean, it, it depends where they're on the fringe. Mm. You know, what is what is it? Right. Is it they're not fast enough? You know, you can be the smartest football player. You can bench five hundred pounds, but if you can't get from point A to point B, no point. Fast enough. Yeah. I don't. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you know, there's some guys that you know, what's going on outside of football isn't right, mm-hmm. and they need to right that ship. Um, you know, there's so many different factors that go into it. You have to look at it holistically and figure out, you know, what is holding a guy back. You know, because they're, you know, you gotta realize over the years, I was focused on being the best I could be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw guys, other linebackers that were stronger, that were faster, and looked pretty damn good to me. But you know what? Something was missing, and they would get cut, or they would be my backup, and I just never, you know. Was gonna let somebody else, you know, take my position or take a rep from me. Um, hey, did I help? Guys? I helped guys, um, but I never. I looked at the sideline as failure, and because of that, there was no part of me that you didn't see the sideline much, man. No, I didn't. You
1: did not. You were between the lines. Uh, who put that spirit into you? Was that it? Was that at home when you were a kid? Was that
0: you know what? That I had a fire inside of me that I love playing football. Yeah, I loved training. I love getting ready for a season. Season, I loved, you know, every single year. Every day of the off-season, I was trying to find some therapist, some performance specialist that could help me get better.
1: Always looking for the full season. Always
0: looking for an edge.
1: Were you always fully dedicated? Like, was that through college with you? Yeah, On every level. Always,
0: but in college, did I know what I knew? No, yeah, of course not. I mean, if I knew at Boston College... Well, I mean, I wouldn't have been a third-round draft pick. Mm. I would have been a first-round draft pick, and I might have ended up at the New Orleans Saints or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers or someplace where I wouldn't have wanted to have been. Right. You know, so to get drafted by the 49ers, I was blessed. Yeah, that's
1: a beautiful thing. Yeah. Still in the Bay Area to this day. Yes. Can't shake
0: the Bay. I know. What was your relationship like with Al Davis? That was awesome. Yeah. You know, uh, we Al Davis loved his players. And if you help, I also used to, you know, counsel him with nutrition. Wow. And supplements and stuff like that. And anti-aging, you know, um, you know, once you get out of football, you know, there's a whole realm of things that open up right. for you. You know, that help longevity, that help your brain, that help your sleep, your focus, um, your gut health, all the things that it takes to be your absolute best. Right. Now,
1: with the nutrition company, that had to be a lot of fun for you, getting started and everything and oh, yeah. building everything out. What's that journey been like for you?
0: Um, you know what? It was hard. Yeah. Really, really hard. And, you know, growing... Growing a young company, starting it from scratch where you had nothing, right? Like nothing, (laughs) and all of a sudden you have a product. All of a sudden you have two products, three products, four products. All of a sudden your products are being sold in some of the best retailers in the country. So cool, you know, Vitamin Shop and you know Smoothie King and you know Amazon and.
1: you know, I don't know. I'm blessed. Is that an equal rush for you? Because, like, a lot of guys, you know, at, once you retire, right, it's like you're looking for, you know, a lot of guys have trouble with that, too, that yep. transition. They're looking for something. Was that a cool rush for you, That whole the whole business rush?
0: Absolutely. Yeah? It was. You know, it's not the same as football. Right. Doesn't give you uh, that same adrenaline. Mm-hmm. But you still get, you know, you Still there's sparks excited. there. Yeah, there's yeah. sparks there. What, if you could
1: have right now, fresh out of college, Bill Romanowski, fresh out of Boston sitting across from you, getting ready to take on his NFL career, what's one thing you'd tell him?
0: You know what? Respect the shield. Mm. Um, give it everything you have. And, you know, I mean, you can say a lot, but literally... I can literally, you know, write it out and basically put the process together mm-hmm. for, I don't care what position I know, know, I know how they need to train. I know how they need to recover. I know what they need to be taken nutritionally. There's not one aspect that I can't, there's not one guy and I don't even care if it's Tom Brady. There's not one guy I can't help. That's incredible. What a confidence, too. Because you, know? you know. You know
1: the deal. When you dive into something, yeah. you dive into it.
0: Yeah, no. I, I know this stuff. This is what I do. Yeah. And I do it every day. What's something you'd like
1: to see every NFL athlete adding to their life or you know, to their I, training regimen?
0: You know, there's one thing that will happen in time. Mm-hmm. There will eventually be a hyperbaric chamber in every training room across the country. Every stadium, every training room, every high school. Eventually. We'll have a hyperbaric chamber. We'll have a hyperbaric chamber. If someone gets concussed, what will happen is they will go into the locker room, they will take off their pads, they will get in a chamber, whatever the pro- protocol will probably be somewhere between a half hour and an hour and when they get done the next day they would be well enough to play again wow and this is this is what i know and another thing that has to happen along with hyperbarics, is you have to adjust the upper cervicals, because when, when you hit somebody, your occiput gets jammed mm. at C1, and your occiput, if it is jammed and locked up and out of position, mm-hmm. you can get the same symptoms as a concussion.
1: Interesting, and that came so the massage therapist or aligned no, that for you or? no,
0: it's a that would be a chiropractic. Oh, adjustment. it's a chiropractic. Okay. Yeah, and you know you need to toggle, uh, you know, your occiput and get it adjusted properly, and those two things will be the norm in ten years. That's incredible.
1: Yeah. It, it's been cool. So at the NFL Alumni Academy, we have yeah. chambers now. So there's been chambers for the guys for post-recovery, you know, for the after their workouts and training. But here's
0: another thing. Yeah. You have to realize that it's not just as easy as, oh, just get in the hyperbaric chamber. Mm-hmm. The hyperbaric chamber can fatigue you at a very high level. Why? Because it's making everything... It's, if it's speeding up recovery, yeah. it doesn't just stop there. That means you're using more nutrients. So oh. in the perfect world, what you need to do is you need to be taking IV therapy with high doses of vitamin C and glutathione for antioxidant protection because it can break you down in a bad way too. It's not just, hey, just get in a chamber. That will fix it. It's, you know, there's it's a full a lot surface attack. Goes, uh, it, there's a lot that goes into it, and if you address it properly, it is a really powerful tool. What's you?
1: you I loved watching you on television commentary. These type things. What was the most exciting thing for you post football in your alumni life? What's um, giving you the biggest thrill?
0: I tell you, doing the longest shark. Oh yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Excuse me, with Adam Sandler most fun I have ever had. It and was, was that your first experience acting? Yeah. No way. And that was the, you know, I mean, having a guy like Adam Sandler, you know, who, you know, he's an icon. Yeah. And, you know, Burt Reynolds was on the set. I mean, Chris Rock, a lot of football guys, wrestlers. That's so cool. It was it was a blast. It was fun. Uh, it was every day was a blast.
1: What was it like stepping into, you know, Bill Romaneski, it, the actor?
0: You know, it was, hey, that part of it was fun, something new. Yeah. Um, I, I knew I always wanted to do something like that. But when that was happening, my kids were young. Wow. And they needed their dad. Right. So being gone on a movie set for... Th- Three to four months. Oh, really? So not, it took like that long. Oh, to yeah. Sh- wow. Did not go over that well.
1: What was what amazed you the most about the movie industry? Was it how much you had to remember, or was it how many
0: takes you had, they had to do? You know what? I think uh, like anything else, there's a process to it. Mm. You know, like you go into a game, you go into a game with a game plan. All right. You know, everybody has a responsibility. Um, it's not rocket science. But I, I love the process of it, and I enjoy I enjoy that.
1: And that was a damn good outcome from that process. Yeah. That was a great movie. Yeah, that, that was. had to be trippy to watch it, huh? Yeah, that was. Fun. Afterwards, that had to be that fun.
0: Was
1: fun. Uh, Fred Bolitnikoff had once told me a story. He got in trouble back when I forget there was some football. One of the football movies it was done. I guess it was filmed in like the '80s or something. He got in trouble with the Raiders because no he kidding. was a part of this movie in the filming. But um. When you, when you now look at the, the linebacker position and how it's kind of evolved, how the hitting styles are different, does that make you proud to see? Or,
0: You know what? Um, i tell you what. It's still a violent game. Yeah. You know, to be a damn good linebacker in the NFL, you have to be violent mm-hmm. and explosive. Mm. And, you know, without that... I mean, there are guys that can survive, and, you know, it's a little more you got to be able to cover this day and age because it's a passing league. Yeah. But to play the position, you know, I actually, believe it or not, could fit my style of game, could fit in like that. Yeah. You know, because that's kind of more what I was. I was more a coverage Fast and you, you know. can
1: cover ground. Oh, you could. cover a lot of ground quickly and yeah. violently. Yeah. absolutely. was that always a part of your game that you were proud of? Like what part of your game did you have the most pride in?
0: I guess you all know, of it. I, I mean, Ed I always worked on every aspect, you know. Getting stronger so I could deliver a blow. You know. Every every day I worked on the track. Mm. I had Olympic track coaches that I worked with. Really? Oh yeah. You know? I got to a point where at, I think, year six, I'm watching film, and I'm like, I don't like what I see on film. From yourself? I look slow. And I said, how do I get faster? And Because I was doing everything my strength coach was telling me to do, and I almost got kicked out of the league because I wasn't going to be fast enough. So... I I met with a Olympic track coach, and I've worked with numerous ones over you know the second half of my career, and I got faster. That's incredible. You know, at thirty seven, I was running high four fours.
1: At thirty seven years old, seven. folks. Yeah. So that's insane. Yeah, that's really insane. Yeah. What quarterback in practice? You know, so on the same franchise, you were you most impressed by or gave you the toughest time in practice?
0: You know, I mean, Joe Montana was always on, Mm. you know, and you don't realize how nice of a ball he threw. You know, Steve Young was pretty damn close, you know. Um, But a guy that really impressed me that you better be ready – because that ball was coming with speed with John Elway mm. I mean Rockets. rockets could have been a New York Yankee pitcher absolutely that's incredible
1: maybe yeah. we'll see uh maybe we'll see Kyler Murray make the move and in, back into the MLB who knows folks? you never know you yeah. never know uh, bill uh, nutrition 53.com yes nutrition53.com guys you can see the full line of products and um, really would love to have you be involved with the academy next year I mean
0: on every level man. yeah get with me there's there's no aspect where I couldn't completely transform and make everything you're doing better
1: absolutely and I'll tell you what if he lines up there at the linebacker he'll be he'll be putting fear in the hearts of those running backs and receivers coming out Bill thank you so much man thank you and that will do it for episode 51 of the NFL Alumni Lounge. Thank you guys for tuning in. And thanks to our sponsors at Elevate Health for powering another episode of the Lounge. Be sure to check out Elevate Health to elevate yourself and your health in 2022 for the best in H HBOT therapies, red light therapies, blue light therapies. They have it all. Check all that out at ElevateHealth.com. And another special thank you to the man the enforcer, the always-on, Mr. Bill Romanowski. See you guys next time right here in the NFL Alumni Lounge. Cheers.